Hi, my name is Orlando Avalon. You can call me Mr. Sunshine because I'm here to help the planet grow. My mission is to help you transcend your current perceived limitations and tap into your full potential, as well as to teach you unconditional love, because that's what you deserve. Today I'm going to talk about accepting the way that you feel. I feel this is something that would be very, very good to teach to children as young as they are able to learn these concepts. The simple fact of teaching children that whatever you feel is okay. And that whatever you feel inside is not to be changed. As we so often try to do. When we feel something unpleasant, whether it be anger, sadness, shame, guilt, jealousy, any of these emotions that can be a little disturbing to us and that we don't typically enjoy feeling. The natural impulse is to run away from that which is unpleasant. And so the natural impulse when feeling these emotions is to run away from them. It's understandable, but it is misguided and detrimental to your emotional health. Because your emotions are nothing but messengers. They are there to serve you. Your emotions are there to serve you, not punish you. And when you accept them, you become a lot more emotionally healthy. It was Carl Jung who said something to the extent of all neuroses, and neuroses are essentially uh, an example of uh, a neurosis could be depression, anxiety, these types of things, uh, these sort of symptoms of um, poor mental health. He said that all neuroses are substitutes for feeling your emotions, which I interpret as meaning that when we avoid our feelings, those feelings don't go away. They just change form. So if you have the habit of avoiding anger when you feel anger, because for some reason you believe you should not feel anger, then that anger doesn't just go away. It's not like you can just look away and it disappears. That anger will transform and will manifest itself in a different way, in a way where you will notice it. So maybe you'll become really anxious. Maybe you'll become depressed. And so the foundation of emotional health you could say is to feel, to simply feel your feelings and to accept whatever you feel because there is nothing wrong with the way that you feel. And I think it would be really good to teach this to children, but not just to children, but to adults too, because I think so many of us don't know this, don't practice it. And as a result, we become emotionally unhealthy. So to, re to reiterate, there is nothing wrong with the way that you feel in any given moment. Maybe you would prefer to feel a different way. Maybe, like, we all love happiness, right? We can all agree that happiness feels good, that it, uh, feeling empowered feels good, that feeling inspired feels good. All of these things feel good. But does that mean that we should feel them all the time? Is there no role is there no function to these other emotions that are less pleasant than happiness? 
I believe there is a role and there is a function to these emotions and that they should be accepted and recognized just and embraced just as we embrace happiness it would be good to embrace shame when it comes when it knocks at your door open the door when sadness knocks at your door open the door let it come in say hi sadness how are you you're the owner of your house and you have these messengers that come in all the time throughout the day if you're there to listen you will notice that they are they come to tell you things throughout the day consistently and it's up to you to listen because no one else can listen to them no one else can receive the message that they are there to deliver so when sadness comes open the door hi sadness what's what's on your mind and it tells you well you know i'm just feeling a little sad because I was expecting this to happen and didn't work out, you know, maybe uh, let's say there was this romantic situation unfolding with a girl or a guy and uh, it just it just didn't work out and uh, I'm feeling sad. You say, okay. What else? Tell me more. Well, yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just feeling sad because I I was honestly like I was really hoping this would work out like this was a a nice girl or a nice guy and it's not working out and I'm pretty sure now it's over and I don't know when I'm going to find another girl or guy like this and yeah I'm just feeling kind of blue kind of down disappointed as well right, okay just to listen to everything that it has to say and feel that sadness feel it in your body where do you feel it is it in your chest is it in your stomach feel that sadness you can see it as sort of like a a part of you a part of you that is there to speak to you that needs love just like you need love just like everyone needs love just like every part of you needs love this part of you is coming to you is making itself vulnerable in a way you could say by opening up to you by by trying to deliver this message and so often we reject ourselves we reject ourselves so let's say you've just been rejected by someone that you were romantically interested in and they've rejected you they've made it clear that they're not interested it would be understandable for you to feel unpleasant emotions as a result it would be kind of weird if you're like woo i got rejected motherfucker yeah like it would make sense if you're like if you don't feel great about the fact that you got rejected that's understandable i think a- any human being would be like yeah okay that that makes sense that's okay um that's sort of natural you could say as well but i i would say the problem is not in being rejected or in feeling bad about being rejected but more about rejecting yourself for being rejected rejecting the feeling that is elicited as a result of that rejection wouldn't it be better to show yourself love especially in that moment especially in that moment where you just got rejected and maybe you're feeling unloved would it not be the perfect moment for you to show yourself love 
if you see yourself or if if you conceptualize this part of you as your inner child, the emotional self, and you just got rejected and and the uh, your inner child is feeling hurt and unloved, then you can speak to it as well and ask it like what what what's going on what what do you feel and it it, it can re- it can respond to you if you listen. And maybe you'll say, yeah, I'm feeling hurt. Like, I, I, right now I just feel like I'm not good enough because this person rejected me. And I just feel like I'm not good enough. And you can respond and say, well, it's okay. It's okay for you to feel like you're not good enough. It's okay for you to feel like that. I'm here for you. I'm here to love you and to hold you and to protect you. And I'll always be here. And you may feel unloved by this person, but I love you. <coughs> wow, that was croaky. <laughs> I love you. And I'll always love you exactly the way that you are. And that's when you can introduce a different narrative to your inner child and say, listen, just because one person rejected you, that means nothing about how much you are worthy of love. You're absolutely worthy of love. And nothing that you could do or nothing that you could experience could change how worthy of love you are because you're absolutely to the full maximum worthy of love. And when you accept your emotions, you're accepting yourself. When you're recognizing your emotions and not judging your emotions, you are recognizing yourself. You are not judging yourself. And I believe that what we want as human beings is to feel loved. And we want to feel understood. And we want to feel accepted. And we want to feel recognized for who we are. And so often we try to find this externally. We seek validation from others. We try to get a certain job that will provide us with the social status that we believe will then get other people's validation, other people's love and acceptance. But really what really what you want is not other people's validation. What you really want is your own validation. But you have the belief that you can only validate yourself once you get their validation. It's like your point of focus is external and perhaps it would be good to turn it around and look internally and to become your own source of love and to accept yourself unconditionally to accept every thought that you have to accept every feeling that you have just to recognize it and accept it not to judge it no matter what they are you know, there, there's no wrong way to feel and there is no wrong thought. Sometimes we can judge ourselves for the thoughts that we have. But I think honestly, if you, if all our thoughts were made, if you could hear everyone's thoughts, everyone would think that everyone's fucking insane. <laughs> I know that I have some thoughts that are fucking crazy, that don't make any sense. I have aggressive thoughts. I have... Uh, just angry thoughts. I have crazy crazy thoughts. <clears throat> and in the past, 
sometimes I would experience one of those thoughts and I'd be like, oh, fuck, what is this? Oh, shit. And I'd, I'd feel I'd feel fear. I'd feel afraid that I just experienced that thought. And I would judge myself for that thought. Like, maybe I'm fucking crazy because that was a crazy thought. <laughs> you know, like, fuck. Um, but your thoughts are not you. You're just the space that is receiving those thoughts, that is experiencing those thoughts. You're, you're just the awareness, being aware of those thoughts. So to judge yourself for having those thoughts is just like judging yourself for seeing a sunset. It doesn't really make any sense. Like you're just aware and you're just experiencing things. And one of the things you experience is your thoughts. And not all your thoughts are pleasant. Not all your thoughts make sense. Not all your thoughts are kind. But that doesn't make you an unkind person, the fact that you have those thoughts. Actually, if you want to become a kinder person, it would be best to be kind to those unkind thoughts. And by being kind, I mean just to simply recognize them and to accept them, not to judge them or try and push them away. What you resist persists. So if you have one of those thoughts... And you become afraid and you're like, oh, what does this mean about me? <laughs> Am I fucking crazy? And and you resist it and you're like, fuck, I, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to experience that thought anymore. And and when it comes back, you, you try and distract yourself because you're like, fuck, I'm so afraid of this thought. The more you do that, the more you will bring it into your awareness because the more you resist it, the more it will persist. You're feeding it by resisting it. And if we if we look at emotions, emotion means energy in motion. So by nature, your na your your emotions are not there to be stagnant. Your emotions are there to be transitory. They're there to go in and come out, and just for you to experience it, and then for it to go away. But it's it's part of a mechanism that relies upon you recognizing and accepting them. And that mechanism malfunctions when you don't accept them because it, it, that's the way the system is supposed to work. You're supposed to feel those emotions and that's how you encourage the process. So if you don't feel those emotions, it malfunctions and you develop disease. You develop these neuroses that Carl Jung referred to. You develop a whole host of emotional complaints and your 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 mental health deteriorates so actually like if you want to experience more happiness accept your sadness and i would say your your ability to experience joy will be proportional to your ability to experience anger shame Guilt, jealousy, sadness, grief. To the extent that you are willing to accept those emotions, you will experience more and more of the positive ones because you will become more and more emotionally healthy. And your natural state is that of joy and is that of peace. But you cloud that with the emotional residue that accumulates when you resist and push your emotions away. You you cause the system to malfunction. 
the way that the system is designed, the emotion comes up, is there to deliver a message, knocks at your door, you open the door, you listen to your messenger, whatever it is, if it's happiness, if it's sadness, it doesn't matter. You see them all as just messengers and they're there to serve you because your emotions are not there to punish you, they are there to serve you. Every one of them, even the ones that are not pleasant to you, even the ones that you don't enjoy experiencing. And so in order to, to create an emotional system that is as harmonious and well-functioning as possible, I would say the first step to doing that is to be present with yourself and be present with your emotions and be almost like curious about what you feel. Like, oh, what is this I feel right now? I'm not sure I'm able to like identify it really, but it's it's actually, it's not really a very nice feeling. It's a bit of a pressure in my gut. And if you can't label it, then don't label it. If you can't label it, it's uh, it's not a it's not a big deal. I would say the most important thing is for you to feel it. Just be there with it. Just be there with it. Like sit down, take some time, and just be there with it. And just place all of your attention on that feeling. And don't resist it. Don't push it away. Just be there for that feeling. Be there for that feeling like it's your inner child talking to you. <laughs>